I think for us, it, you know, at First Down, one, one of the things I love about our church is everybody, we come together and we talk. Um, we bounce ideas off. Every ministry is, is dependent on each other. I mean, the music ministry, the music minister is helping us with the children's and the, the youth and, and really developing that. I mean, it, it's key to that. VBS, we're all in on being sure, you know, our, our children's minister is with us in student ministry events and, and vice versa. And, and they're doing, we're doing life together. And so it, it's just really neat to see that because you have so many different backgrounds coming together and seeing the different age groups. And, and truly, we want to be a family driven church. And so we want all generations to really be involved in that. So I, I enjoy that aspect of it. I was gonna say, at a staff level at my church at South Garland Baptist, we're we're very collaborative. Um, we we work together. Uh, I, I am technically the supervisor of of the other ministers on staff, but we are constantly working with one another as partners. But what's interesting about my church, and this is this is largely a blessing in my context. We're a very committee run church, um, committee led church. And so that means that our, our members are doing a lot of leading in a bunch of different areas. So you've got your paid staff, your ministers who are setting vision, but then they have these folks to rely on when it comes to actually implementing that vision. And they bring just a wealth of experience of institutional memory that a minister is not going to have on staff till they've been there for 10, 20 years. If you've got a brand new youth minister, a brand new children's minister who just came in, they've got maybe more education in ministry, and they've got experience outside of this particular system, but it's really nice to be able to lean on those committees to, um, to bring that institutional memory and to bring the, the knowledge of the people within, within the system, and, and that's very helpful. Now, the committee system does slow things down. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you about Man. that. A lot of meetings, a lot of, uh, a lot of hoops that you have to jump through, but it does make sure that things are collaborative. Um, my context is not one where I can, I can make a decision unilaterally and then it just happens. That's not a thing that can happen at my church, and there's some healthy guardrails there. Our church is a pastor-led, deacon-served, congregationally-governed church, which not everybody agrees with that, but I believe that is a very healthy form. We have four standing committees at our church, and one pastor serves as a liaison onto every committee because we work in a collaboration and funnel that vision to our committee who communicates it to our congregation. So I'm on the personnel committee, our stewardship, our executive pastor is on the stewardship committee, and we're able to work together in that sense. But as a staff, you know, we got uh, five full-time guys, one part-time lady. We meet every Wednesday in my office for about two and a half, three hours, and everybody speaks in everybody's ministry because what you described was silo ministry, which is awful. I've done silo ministry. It's lonely. So we speak into everything that we're doing. And the big question is, does this funnel into the vision of our church? And if it doesn't, let's not do it. And that way, when I say I've got an idea, as the senior pastor, anybody can speak in and say, okay, but let's think about this. And I think that's a very, very healthy way. I think it's a good example of leadership. I, mean, I think it's a very healthy way to do church uh, so em empower the people, just like you said, on our stewardship committee, we got CPAs, accountants. On our personnel committee, we got lawyers and HR people. Empower the people to do what they can do, but also empower your staff to speak in and lead the church under the vision that you feel like God has given you as the senior pastor. One thing that I, uh, this kind of speaks to what, to what you were saying, the meeting that is the most 
difficult to plan for every single month in my context, but is also probably the most productive meeting we have all month long. We have a monthly church council, mm. and that's where uh, staff is invited to church council and the chairs of every committee in my church um, come to that meeting. So it ends up being, we've got a lot of committees at my church, so it ends up being <laughs> 20 plus people wow. in, in our fellowship hall. And we go over, we calendar for the next four months. Every staff member does a presentation on what's going on in, in their specific area of ministry. And then we just talk about what are the next four months going to look like, what events are coming up. That's and good, it man. gives us an opportunity to collaborate on those things. Yeah. And like I said, in some, some months I dread it because as the pastor and the one who moderates that meeting, I never know at any given moment what's going to happen in that meeting. I can't set an agenda. <laughs> it's, yeah. mm. I just walk in and sometimes I'm fed to the lions and other times it's, it's really great. But with that being said, it's the most productive thing that we do all month because we all get on the same page and it happens once a month. And that, that's so helpful do you for see, that collaboration. Do you see in that model, like, uh, I guess someone rising up, like we talk about bringing in staff members, a staff mm -hmm. member rises up through that. Like on, let's say, a committee that you see, like, man, they have a passion for students. They know the context. Do you see that model raising up ministers in there or still bringing in people? I've always just been curious about that because it's like, you know, we talk about that all the time, but I've never seen that. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's happened both ways at my church. Okay. Um, we, our previous children's minister was a member of the church who was extremely involved in the children's ministry. She was the head of the children's ministry committee. Very and cool. um, when that position opened up, she stepped in on an interim basis and she rocked it over the course of a summer. Yeah. And so then, then uh, that was her job for the next five years. Um, nice. But then we've also brought staff yeah. in from the outside and there's a, there's pros and cons to both. Yeah. There really is both. Um, yeah. But it's a great question. Yeah. We should all ask ourselves this question. What if our replacement is sitting in the congregation right yes. now? Amen, man. What if yeah. the next senior pastor mm. of Park Baptist Church is sitting in the pews? Well, that changes how I do discipleship. Because I, I, I mean, I fully believe we should raise up leaders in our local context. Mm -hmm. In a perfect world, you wouldn't have to get a search firm <laughs> or anything like that. You True. raise up those leaders. So True. that's why I keep acting in my mind. What if my replacement is sitting in this pew right now? Mm -hmm. That's a good word.